This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Property BT, a new podcast series by the Business Times. I'm senior correspondent Leslie Yee, and I'll be your host as we gather insights on all things Singapore property to help you in your property investment journey. Today, we look at whether to invest in strata titled commercial properties in Singapore. Are office and shop lots in strata held buildings, gems, or duds? If you're lucky enough to have a fair bit of extra cash lying around, or perhaps you have recently received a windfall, you might be wanting to put money into hard assets in safe haven Singapore. You first turn your attention to the residential property market, but a huge stumbling block emerges. Additional Buyer Stamp Duty, or ABSD, of 17% applies to citizens buying a second home on top of Buyer Stamp Duty. Aha! There may be a perfect solution. Buy Strata Commercial Property instead. No ABSD is payable for such purchases. The question then is whether the shop lot or office unit that one buys can generate a decent return. Can the unit be easily leased out? Will rental grow over time? Will there be capital appreciation? Let's get a take on Singapore's retail property market from Catherine Her, Head of Research Singapore, Collius. Average prime retail rents in Orchard rose 0.4% to around $35 per square foot in quarter 1, 2022. The recovery in consumption, rising wages and tourist arrivals has led to higher retail sales and footfall. As a result, prime retail rents to grow by around 1-2% by the end of the year. Vacancy rates are also expected to tighten further, with limited prime supply coming onto the market. Retail investment activity has picked up significantly in quarter 1 2022, after a drought of transactions last year. As such, prime retail capital values could see further growth going forward on the back of renewed investment interest in these assets. I can attest that retail malls, especially in the suburbs, are not ghost towns. They throng with people eager to show that we can live with COVID. Visiting malls as a national pastime seems to have survived the pandemic. And with tourist arrivals picking up, malls in the Orchard area can look to better days ahead. Certainly though, there are challenges facing retailers. Labour shortage could be an issue. The rise in goods and services tax starting next year may put a damper on retail sales. Also, both mall owners and operators of physical shops will attest that online shopping's growth and penetration will continue to pose big challenges to physical shops to show that they're still relevant. Maybe one will do better by getting exposure to office space here instead. Let's get a take on Singapore's office property market from Collier's Catherine Her. The outlook for office property in Singapore is positive as average CBD premium and grade A rents rose for the third consecutive quarter to around $10.30 per square foot in quarter 1 2022, supported by a broad-based economic recovery and return to office momentum. Collins expecting rents for this segment to grow by around 5% by the end of the year. Vacancy rates are also expected to tighten further on the back of tight supply. Moving forward, office assets in prime locations will continue to attract a wide range of capital, given the positive leasing market outlook and limited new supply. Moreover, the reopening of borders, Singapore's safe haven status, as well as position as a gateway hub to Southeast Asia, will also fuel cross-border investments into Singapore's office market. Predictions of the demise of office buildings that were made when countries went into lockdowns to deal with the pandemic could be all wrong. 
I still work from home a lot, but many people are back to working in the physical office. Yes, braving the commute to the office, getting to see colleagues in person, and working out of one's cubicle are again very much part of a knowledge worker's routine. On recent visits to the Central Business District, I sense vibrancy has returned to the CBD. And Catherine is spot on. Singapore's positioning as a business hub is lending support to the office market here. Tenants from diverse sectors and geographies are taking up office space here to service the regional market. Perhaps, though, demand is being absorbed by great A office buildings held by single owners instead of strata-owned office buildings, especially older ones. Is it easy being a landlord of a strata office unit? What returns can one expect? Let's hear from Karamjit Singh, CEO, Dilasa, a real estate investment sales consultancy firm. Generally speaking, the office strata title space has been in favour amongst investors as well as occupiers, perhaps more than retail, for a variety of reasons. The office space tends to favour SMEs who do qualify for loans and especially in a low interest rate environment where the instalments of loans match up with rentals that they would otherwise have to pay if they were to occupy it themselves. In the case of a strata title retail space, it very often needs to work only on the basis that the entire market of space around the unit within the development works well. And that's usually very difficult to achieve when all the strata title retail space is disjointedly owned. That means owned by separate ownership and it's difficult to achieve certain tenant mix or so. And we've seen quite a number of cases where strata title retail space remain vacant for quite lengthy periods of time. So in recognition of that specific problem, I think the government is looking to address by preventing more strata title space of retail space, especially in the CBD. But whereas the viability of office is still relevant, generally speaking, yields can tend to be anywhere between to maybe even up to 5%, depending largely on the tenure of the asset. If it's freehold, it tends to be at the lower end. At times, you do have the opportunities to buy uh, 30-year, 60-years and 99-year leasehold assets. And of course, the shorter the tenure, the higher the surface yields are. And so that's generally the spread. Getting the tenancy mix right in a strata-owned mall can indeed be challenging. Such properties may simply not be competitive against the likes of malls owned by real estate investment trusts and big property groups who invest in the asset, actively manage the tenant mix and carry out marketing and promotional activities to drive traffic to the mall. Investing in strata office instead may make more sense. Yields in the low single digits may be fine as long as there can be possible capital gains. Also, if you want higher yield, Go for properties with shorter land lease tenors, as Karamjit points out. Still to come, there can be hope for ageing strata-owned commercial buildings to be sold successfully in on-block sales, as good sites are not easy to secure in Singapore. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. 
we have talked about the generally positive prospects for office and retail property amid Singapore's opening up and why operationally it may be more challenging to be in the strata retail property space versus strata office property space. There can be many data points and economic factors to consider. There's also the question of finding the precious million dollars or more to invest. There's also the need to do due diligence on the building in question and to study development plans for a particular location. But at the end of it all, more than anything, many investors want to know. Can make money or not? Let's hear from Wong Sien Yang, Head of Research Singapore, Cushman and Wakefield. The commercial market is more complicated as compared to the private residential market, which is more familiar and where data is easily available online. Location, building and unit specifications are important and would affect the type of tenants and rents. That said, commercial strata investment can be lucrative for savvy investors. Based on KVAT data since 2012, the top 10 transactions in May year-to-date saw capital gains of about 52% on average. This excludes other costs and taxes. Also, the commercial market is not encumbered by cooling measures, so investors who can spot a bargain can make a quick buck. However, about 30-40% to 40% of matched commercial KVATs for the same set of data over the same period are loss-making. This is higher as compared to the private residential market where the proportion of loss-making deals tend to be lower than 20%. The top 10 loss-making commercial transactions also had losses on average of about minus 45%. So while the returns can be attractive, investors need to do their due diligence and be mindful of the risk. Very interesting statistics shared by Sien Yang. A small number of strata commercial property investors make very good returns a significant number make losses, and some do make fairly sizable losses. Scary thoughts indeed. So please do your homework. Do not just rush to buy strata commercial property simply because there's no ABSD payable. As Sien Yang points out, location, building, and unit specifications are important. Still, some strata owners of aging mixed-use buildings have recently hit the jackpot in the on-block sales market. Tangling Shopping Centre in the Orchard area was sold for Singapore dollars $868 million, and the iconic Golden Mile complex along Beach Road transacted for Singapore dollars $700 million. Unfortunately, if you want to buy strata commercial space, there may be few opportunities to do so. Some old strata-owned stock is disappearing due to on-block sales. Also, there are property groups, investors and families who have the means to hold chunky commercial buildings for long-term recurring income. Moreover, in March, the Urban Redevelopment Authority said commercial developments as well as the commercial components of mixed-use developments located in prominent areas and routes in Singapore's central area are no longer allowed to be strata subdivided into individual units. How will the URAs move impact those looking for opportunities in the strata commercial property space? Let's hear again from Wong Sien Yang. The restriction will be positive and boost placemaking in key areas over the long term as the retail component in the future property, assuming it is redeveloped, should offer a holistic retail talent mix and be better maintained as compared to some older strata malls. 
However, the latest restrictions crimp investment prospects of affected developments as it removes a potential divestment route for developers and investors. Some investors who are looking to acquire and redevelop these properties for strata sales amidst the buoyant commercial strata sales market might consider other opportunities. That said, existing commercial strata stock become more valuable due to limited supply. This could lead to challenges garnering support from owners for a collective sale as these strata owners would face difficulties finding replacement units in the future. Over the short term, capital values should remain unaffected but the pool of buyers for affected properties may narrow given the new restrictions. Hmm. The demand for strata-owned buildings may be affected as buyers of such buildings see their divestment options curtailed by the URA's move. Having fewer strata-owned commercial buildings could mean the Singapore landscape dominated by more higher-grade office and retail property spaces that better meet the needs of picky workers and shoppers in COVID-endemic Singapore. Indeed, office workers and shoppers may be the winners from the gradual disappearance of strata ownership of commercial buildings in Singapore. Transaction costs can be lower when buying strata commercial space compared with homes. There can be hope for ageing strata-owned commercial buildings to be sold successfully in on-block sales as good sites are not easy to secure in Singapore. But getting the strata space leased out may be challenging. There's competition from buildings owned by single owners who are willing to invest in their assets and have professional asset management teams. Remember, buying strata commercial property can be hard work. Do plenty of upfront work and research to know what you're buying. Be a diligent and creative asset and property manager. Voila! With all the hard work, you may be able to avoid the many pitfalls and have on your hands a gem in Singapore's strata commercial property market. And that's a wrap for this edition of Property BT. I'm Leslie Yee. Do join us for the next episode where we gaze overseas. What is the draw and what are the challenges of investing in overseas homes? We'll look at where to focus on, possible returns and pitfalls to avoid. Thank you for listening and happy property hunting. That was a podcast by The Business Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Do note, all analyses, opinions, recommendations and other information in this podcast are for your general information only. You should not rely on them in making any decision. Please consult a fully qualified financial advisor or professional expert for independent advice and verification. To the fullest extent permitted by law, SPH Media shall not be liable for any loss arising from the use of or reliance on any analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast. SPH Media accepts no responsibility or liability whatsoever that may result or arise from the products, services, or information of any third parties.